not disappointing because you, the only reason Bernie is losing is because you are giving the DNC credibility. Like they pretend, just stop believing that they have the right to decide who wins the primary. And you're going to find a way to make it that you're the decision maker on how, who's going to win the primary, no matter what it takes. We're just not going to let them win. We are going to be together and we're not going to believe any narratives they put in. We're going to be t talking to each other and we are going to, uh, on the day of the convention, we will be victorious and we'll figure it out together. When we're together, we can do whatever we want, anything, like there's no limits, but we have to be together forever. So the second word, this is going to a second round and we're going to stand up to the superdelegates is what you're saying. No, we are going to make Bernie president no matter what it takes. You are listening to Historically, a show where we decolonize history and debunk myths and misinformation taught to you in school and corporate media. I'm your host, Jeff Epstein. Today I talk with Historically creator and host Isha Krishnaswamy. In this second part of a two-part episode, Isha opens my very naive eyes to the differences between official rules and true justice. A full introduction can be found before part one. Before we get started, a small programming note. Due to minor family and parenting emergencies, this part unfortunately ends abruptly. Like a compromise candidate who was going to uphold some capitalism, but not too much capitalism. So he prevented the pitchforks more than helping the people. Yeah. Okay. All right. That answers the question. All right. So I have one more big question regarding Bernie and Iowa and just what's going on right now. Ask whatever you want to ask. Okay. So my big question is... Do you have a perspective on what this primary is going to be like? That okay. if it's already this, no, it's a longer question than this. What's this primary going to be like, given the chaos that it is now with, you know, potential Russian influence and all that stuff? What's it, no, no, but the, the, that's what they're going to be saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm not, I, obviously, there's not going to be Russian influence. They're going to be saying that there's Russian influence and they're going to be using that as a cover to do what they're doing. But I want to know this as a longer as a longer term thing of what's going to be happening during the primary, what's going to be happening at the DNC, and then up to his inauguration, and then during his term. What's going to be happening along these lines with the goal and the question with the goal of what can people do? Okay. We cannot do it without you. We need each and every one of you. Like we need all of you. Because the only way this can you can take on power is when all of us are together coordinating like a song and like taking them on head on, right? But we also need to remember, okay, with the DNC, um, how do I explain this? Nothing the DNC does is real. Everything, um, everything's a spectacle. Including Iowa. Yeah. So they're not like, okay. So you cannot expect a process. So you have to determine the difference between a process and justice. Okay. 
Okay, we are seeking justice and we are not gonna let a process made up by Nancy Pelosi and Tom Perez to stop us from getting justice. And that is what you have to understand. The emperor has no clothes. The DNC's only weapon, they have one weapon and that's just gaslighting you over and over in hoping that you don't notice that they're gaslighting you. Mm -hmm. The minute, like today, for example, Tom Perez, no, 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 Howard Dean, I'm sorry. Um, he was like, at this mentality that says we will hurt those we claim to care about for the sake of our own power, it makes me sick. But I called out his emperor has no clothes. And um, I said, you're a pharmaceutical lobbyist. By definition, that means you do not care about us because your job is to not care about us, right? Sure. So now, like, the emperor has no clothes. Like, he has no power. But you cannot ask the DNC. You cannot ask, like, New York Times will never cover Bernie. as Even if he wins, like, 10 billion more votes, they will still say he's losing. So you have to realize that the Democratic Party's, like, only power is what you let them have, and you don't have to let them have anything. You don't have to, like, share New York Times links at all. You can just like, pretend it doesn't exist, and they can't. They're, they're, like, the Democratic Party is trained to be a loser. And we can take advantage of that and hack them to win. But they will not give us permission to win. And you cannot ask them for per Like, you just need to bulldoze them. So the, so the idea is you guys need to go talk to your neighbors and connect. And we need to, all of us need to be connected together. But we do not need to, like, if they wanted to talk about what Washington, Brett Stevens wrote in Washington Post, we do not have to do that unless it entertains us. Mm -hmm. So, like, we do not have to take anything they say seriously. Like, we can just turn off MSNBC. But we can find a solution between now and, um, by the way, the rich only are okay with democracy as long as they're winning. Um, so around the DNC, expect, like, brown shirts over to, like, beat up all the people and kill them. Like, they're going to get that violent. I'm not kidding. If you are really threatening power, they will get very, very, very violent. Um, like they have no shame, nothing. But you have to remember that they will abandon, they don't care about the system the minute it stops working for them and they will abandon it like that. So you have to do, be willing to do the same. Like you cannot, you cannot think like, oh, the fourth amendment in the constitution is gonna protect you. It's not. The only thing that protects you is having millions of people in an unbreakable bond, like unbreakable um, coalition that mm -hmm. cannot be broken by racism or sexism. Like nothing can break it. Like we need oh, that. Oh, that Killer Mike video. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. The yes. Killer Mike video. Oh my gosh. That is the video that is, is far. Like Erica Garner's commercial four years ago was magical. It made me cry. That was the, my, that is what, that is the campaign. That is the 2016 campaign for me. But Killer Mike's video this time that is the that is the video for this campaign because it is a rallying cry for the battle to to go rush into battle to, as a team together. That's great, and that's what we really need. We we can and they will try to like use racism, sexism, transphobia, like anything you get. Like by the way, um, Henry Winston, um, this really good author, he's always like said this, and it always reminds me: the oppressor, the oppressors are never divided by color. You can see Trump says he hates Muslims, but he loves Mohammed bin Sulman, the worst one. Um, yeah, they, 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 they're, they're, they're okay with corruption. They're just not okay that the corruption isn't happening more with more diversity. 
Exactly. That the corruptors are not more diverse. Exactly. So um, they're always going to be like a brown person that they can put, like Stacey Abrahams, like for example. Stacey Abrams. Guess what? Like, how did she lose the election? She gave up. I know, but before then, like it was because her opponent was like the Secretary of State who was running the election while he was, right? I, I don't remember the specifics, but I know okay, that she Brian, was screwed okay. over, but then she just gave up. Okay, but, but, but yeah, Brian, um, uh, what's his name? It doesn't matter what his name is. Kemp, Kemp, Kemp. He was a Secretary of State who would set the rules on how to conduct elections, and he rigged the election in his favor, and that's why she lost, okay? Okay. And today, guess what she tweeted out? So he was the candidate and the... It's the judge. Like, imagine yeah. if you're, like, judge and a player in the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yeah, no, no, no. Uh, so I, I, I saw some of your, uh, we must, tr- something like we must Voters trust. Voters need to trust the election process regardless of who is operating the system. There you go. And then you tweeted a firestorm of, say. Hitler. <laughs> I was like, what, uh, yeah, I basically tweeted this like ballot with like just Adolf Hitler and nothing else. Yeah, just question. Don't don't question your government. It's all good, even if they're obviously horrible. Voters need to trust the election. So, like people who are like of your same race are betraying you. Like this woman, like she's going. Yes. She's telling you to, that even if it's Hitler, you have to trust the elections. And and I just had I just had a, a, a recently a centrist person that lives near me say I will never, I, you know, I will vote for I will consider Bernie if he wins the primary. Or wins but the nomination, we but don't care about I will election. never. No, no, no. I will never consider him unless he, unless he denounces the supporters who are uh, uh, dunking on Stacey Abrams. I mean, come on. He, we, oh no, we need to be like. Okay, she's not uh, like as Joe Rogan mentioned. Like she's not on the team. Then she needs to be with us in the trenches, playing. Like she cannot just like say like make demands. Like she needs to help. Like be on the team. She's not a team player, so we don't keep non-team players. We, because we want to protect the most vulnerable, and we can't do it with people like her. We need, um, so we give her a chance. We're like, you can join the team and play fair, or you can protect power, and then you're not on the team. Okay, so 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 what I think seems to be inevitable is that Bernie is going to get absolutely royally screwed. Uh, and so his he's the he will win, just like he's the polls are saying that he's going to win, but nobody will know it. Nobody yeah. will know it. So, and then super, and then Super Tuesday potentially he might lose big because nobody knows of his momentum. No, no, but no, no. But we can change that. Right. So so I'm saying we're in the thick of it, and it's happening now. So what's what's going to happen, or what do you? Okay. Basically, we need to like educate people. Like it, it's like a dark world, so um, like people are confused. There's so much propaganda everywhere. They're working too hard because they can barely afford rent and food, and they're like can't like like part- they've made it so that it's really hard for poor people to participate. And we just have to get them like if we get them like a little bit of light and show them like oh my god, we there's a better world, but you need to join us and be on a team but we can create a better world. They'll join us, but we have to go okay. talk them door to door. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, that's, that's partially canvassing for Bernie, but, ha- but like, what do you say? Okay. So you knock on a door of someone that's completely disaffected. How do you start that conversation? What do you say? Hi, I'm Isha. 
How are you feeling today? You want to role play? Yeah. Uh, oh boy. Uh, okay. Um, I, how am I feeling? I'm struggling and, you know, I'm just trying to scrape by and no one's helping. So I'm just, you know, what do you want? What's wrong? I'm sorry. That must be really hard. I know, like, I feel really lonely often. So tell me what's going on. Oh, you're killing me. I have to play act here. Uh, um, uh, I, I, my job is terrible. I work at Burger King and I can struggle. I'm struggling to get hours and my pay is horrible. Um, and I can barely afford, you know, anything. I have no time to do anything. Okay, Aside from uh, barely get food on the horrible food uh, on my table, and do you like Indian food? No, I don't. <laughs> do you like Mexican food? Yes, I do. Okay, how about I can like bring over like fajitas? So then, and let's have dinner tomorrow, and let, let's have your family join us, and all of us like. Uh, you, would you like to come to my house, or can I? Do you want me to come here? Come here. Okay, I will. What time? Whatever time you want, as long as you bring a lot of good salsa. Yeah, I will bring a lot of good salsa. I'll bring some fajitas, and we'll have a dinner together, and we can talk. Does that sound good to you? Yes. So you've come over. Okay. You're now That's here you... for dinner, and, and now we don't what need do you to do that. To oh, okay. But this is good. Like that's all you need to do for the first time. It's like a first um, date. So so okay. So so it's just getting to know your neighbors is what you're saying. Well, the first yeah. Think of it as like you wouldn't like marry somebody like the minute you saw them right you kind of ask them out on a date you get to know them better oh boy you know this is actually related to an interview i just recently had which is and it's an issue that i personally am dealing with and that is uh i have an interview with christian riley who's the host of mmt a co-host of mmt podcast and a lesson that i learned in interviewing him is permission marketing which is i have i have often always struggled with i do great things i do great work i'm smart but I don't feel like a lot of people see it because I realize that one of my own issues is getting permission is to get to know the person before you start hitting them with all the facts. Like for me, I would go into MMT, I would go into Bernie Sanders and so on. And, and you're, you're saying you need to just get to know your neighbors. You need to just love it. Oh. Yeah. Che Guevara has says the ultimate, the first act of revolution is love. Hmm. So it's better to connect with, if you can connect with one neighbor, because you need to be here together. Like it's all of, and then like, and then that neighbor, you light the fire and they go talk to one neighbor, like all of us can get connected. So just focus on who you can connect with. Quality matters more than quantity. Um, yeah. Okay. So, so not in the details necessarily, but like, what is, what are you working towards? I'm hoping to have like a Lenin style, like um, daily debunk for everyone to like as many people to like read and understand like what, what what's wrong with our system. Like just people need to like, like they, if you just show them the light, like some, some, some of it is just like showing them what's wrong, engaging them deeper in more systematic thinking, like figuring out like how is this designed? Because capitalism is training us to be dumb. Because they yeah. want an obedient workforce, right? Sure. Our education is not education to stand up. That's for sure. It is basically how to it's build an obedient workforce. Yeah. And economics. Economics is not economics to reveal the true truth of, of capitalism. It's obedient workforce. Obedient workforce. Uh, and yeah. 
yeah, I mean, they need us to buy their stuff and to make their stuff. Exactly. And we can, and that's where our power lies. We can just stop it. <laughs> okay. So, how, so, so, so this meeting of your neighbors and working towards just a deeper, you know, connection with your neighbors, how does, uh, maybe this, maybe you've already answered this, but maybe this is somewhat naive, but how does that fit into our lifestyles of them being consumed with survival, us being consumed with survival and currently, and currently, you know, fighting for Bernie and so on. When we're together, we won't be consumed with survival because we'll have like two heads are better than one. When, when we're together, like we can help each other out. We can have that world that we want to live in where compassion rules the day. Um, So, and when you're in that world, you don't want to go back to, like, did you want to go back to the world you were in in 2015 before Bernie? No. You have so many more friends now, don't you? I I, I consider Bernie as a real milestone in, in growing okay. up in, in my life, yeah. But, like, you are more connected. Are you connected to more people now in the heart? Yeah, in a, in a, in a, yeah absolutely. In a uh, my way, eyes right? have been opened, yeah. So that's going to happen. Um, and... Yeah, and then we will come together and think of a solution. Like, there's nothing, no problem we cannot solve if we're together. Hmm. You make me want to just go meet my neighbors. Yes, please do. And I live in and I live in a rental community, so it's like people are coming in and out, and it's you know we're I I I've said many times I'm a homebody. My wife and I say we're homebodies, but that that's buying into you know contradict the the opposite of what you're saying. Do not, um, yeah, you will have to be connected to the people and then you have to teach them how to disconnect. Like, like some people, they, they've just been automatically abused enough, like and trained to be just an obedient worker. You have to teach them how to not be an obedient worker, but like a disruptive revolutionary. Obedient worker just like learns how to keep, obey, obey the boss and keep the system up. You have to learn how to tear down the system and build a better system. All right, so give a so so give a little bit more on this uh, of of like what people what what you go a little farther with this and 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 in the in the sense a little and add a little bit please with you know I I see there's not many I'm online we're online and progressives are a minority online you know no. the the well if okay. you ignore, we, we don't know like. Well, who's who's human and who's not? Like you just know. Well, the loudest were the, yes, but non-centrists are the loudest because no, they not. have. They're not the loudest. No. The, how often does Chapo Trap House get ratioed? Never. How often do uh, every centrist get ratioed? Because guess what we're doing? We're in the DMs, like we're organizing and we're like, hey, let's let's join together and do a little political action. Interesting. Interesting. So they're organically ratioed. The 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 progressives are never the ratioed. centrists are or, or if they are, it's it's through literal bots, literal no, automated no, no. We, Twitter accounts. It's like oh, Chop or Trap Houses ever ratioed, yes, literal bots once in a while. Yeah, not not the bots of the what people just callously casually say you're a bot that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about literal twitter bot programmed user accounts to to you know machine gun fire a horrible thing to drown out a progressive voice exactly 
Yes, um, but when we do it, we're actually organizing a little bit. This is a political action, like we're showing tweets. Because you know what, uh, Kamala, like there was this one girl who said Kamala Harris is a cop. And like just seeing that like tweet over and like that her like username Kamala Harris is a cop, like actually freaked out Kamala Harris's team to like mess up and like tank her campaign. <laughs> like they admitted. Uh, th- th- this is, I-, I can't think of her name, but are you talking about the prominent, tw- like 25,000 followers? Like, yeah. or, she lives in Florida. I can't, yes, I can't think yes. of her real name. Beth. So, Beth, Beth, yes, yes, yes. That's how I know her. This actually gets us, like, like this actually bothers them. Like, the fact that they're, like, here having to listen to inconvenience themselves by getting, like, notifications about peasants saying, you're stupid, you're stupid, actually psychologically really freaks them out. Because if you've noticed, like, Washington Post's, like, every comment, right, like, about Bernie bros is basically them complaining about, oh, my God, how dare, like, normal people, like, I don't know, reply to my tweet is literally their complaint. And that bothers them so much that they cannot stop talking about it. Like Hillary Clinton cannot stop talking about how much people are replying to her tweets. Like, how, 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 like she's made that into a huge issue because it huh. bothers her. <laughs> right? Like yeah, no, have- I mean, it's obvious, but it's, but it's now, now given our conversation, it's, it's more, it's a, it, it feels a little different. It's, yeah. So, I mean, we can start off with like Ray showing their tweets. It bothers them and it's fun for us. And we can, yeah. And then we'll figure it out from there. Uh, wow. Okay. This is, that's interesting. I mean, I mean, how do you, okay. So, so Bernie, what's, so what's, what's going to be happening with this campaign then? Meaning, meaning to, he's, he's going to, I mean, he, he, he's one Iowa, but no one knows he's one Iowa. It does not matter. Like, okay. It, no one will know unless you, you just need to stop believing Get, you're not going to get approval from MSNBC, Washington Post. Like none of the authority figures that you see are going to give us approval. To right, right. And, and I'm, I'm not concerned about approval. I'm concerned of there's no the theory of the Bernie campaign was we win the first few contests and then that starts the ball rolling. Yes, but, that's right. But is that even possible to happen? Yes. As long as we do not like seek permission and we do not care about the rules. How is he going to, su- so, so you're saying that he could sweep Super Tuesday. We don't even care about Super Tuesday. We can just like get rid of like elections, primaries, whatever. Like we don't care. Like we can just like, we just need everyone. And like, is this to gonna, march. Is this going to happen? How is yeah. this going to happen realistically within the time frame that we're talking about? No, we just have to get more and more people. Like it's going to be like a ricochet effect. So we're going to start off in New Hampshire. We're going to talk to every single person in New Hampshire. Um, we're going to make a lot of friends in New Hampshire, and then like we're going to tell our New Hampshire friends, "Hey, come over to South Carolina with us." And oh, and so now we, like our army just got bigger because we took Iowa people into New Hampshire, right? Are Are you saying that that are do you, not? Are you saying do you believe that? people canvassing for Bernie should be talking or thinking differently because yeah. currently, currently if, as I see it, I knock on a door and I say Bernie stuff. I'm not, I'm not saying just getting to know them. So what you're suggesting, what I think you're, what I'm taking from it is that people knocking on doors for Bernie because that he obviously has that army should be thinking differently. Yes. Should be just getting to know these people. And showing them love. They Like they've never, many of these people never have felt a moment of love in their life because of capitalism. So, so 
talk about that. Talk to the talk to the canvassers, the Bernie canvassers who are in New Hampshire now, who are going to be in Nevada and in South Carolina. South Carolina, actually, I've knocked on doors in South Carolina, which is a really interesting experience. Trailer parks directly across the street. Just bring some beer. Ma- trailer parks directly across the street from these massive McMansions. Yes. So go ahead, please. Bernie actually wants you to do this. Like he he's actually done this workshop where he wants you to tell your story. So please. Just don't argue with them, but just be compassionate and show them, like, say, how are you doing? Like, let's have dinner. Um, just show that you care and you want a better world and they'll join you. Wow. Okay. So you're, you're trying to connect really with a person. You're not trying to canvas. You are, canvassing is a shit lip idiocy that they do. You're trying to connect and make more friends. So how much is Bernie wasting his resources then? Zero. Hmm. He's not. Remember? It's not going to happen with him. It's going to happen. No, I don't mean, I don't mean, no, it's going to happen with us. I understand that. But, but he, he's having the way that people are knocking on doors. I don't think is, I think is definitely significantly what you're saying, but I don't think it is nearly as much as what it could be. Yes, we need to amp it up like by a, like so it's gonna have to like I said all of us are not need to just get active like right now come into the slacks come in like whatever like just all of us like who just we have to all like talk to your most racist idiot friend talk to your like um stupidest like like do not like like we need every single voter we can't be greedy about like we can't like say I don't want this voter like we need we're desperate we need everyone we can touch. Every team player, sorry, right? So, so what you're saying is, we need to wake up from neoliberalism exactly. and recreate the fabric of society. Yep, and we just need to like, in order to give stop the Democrats from having any power, you just have to have to. They don't have any power actually. They, if you've noticed, like they can only do spectacles. They don't have any power. Just ignore them, and they'll go away. Wow. Very interesting. Very interesting. I know it sounds psycho, but it's true. Like it, it just, you, you'll understand once you understand how the system is designed. So you cannot expect the democratic, the, the primary set up by the DNC to give you justice. You know, this is really interesting. I actually just, this, this is personal, which is I go to work and given that it's a precarious job, it's as good as it can be, but it is a precarious job. You know, no unions, no benefits, um, uh, and, and I, and I'm okay there. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a decent job, but I just survive. I just, I just, you know, in the little, in the little nooks and crannies that I can, I'll I'll just read, I'll write and stuff. And, and, and I keep, I keep to myself, I keep to myself, except for a very, very few people. Actually, I've sort of always done that. And now you're making me want to, to start that process during, you know, during the time that I'm there, I'm not going to choose to be there extra, but during the time that I'm there to start doing that there, you know, like, like I'm in a different, I'm in a different class compared to the other workers. Like I'm a contract worker. The others are unionized workers. Yeah. So it's like a different class, you know, it's clearly a different class and there's, you know, it's, it's a pleasant atmosphere given that horrible corruption, horrible corrupt system, but it's interesting. Now I now I just want to start applying that for everywhere. For not yes. just knocking on doors, but just even during my survival, 
even during my own survival, yes, but I, just the people that. that are the people that are surviving along with me. And even okay. if they have more privilege than I do, that I can still do it with them because actually you have to, you have to, you can't just, you can't just do this sideways. You have to not just, you can't just do it with those less privileged. You can't just do it with those equal. You have to do it up as well. You have to do you it have with to, those yeah, more You have privileged. to go up until like basically, um, literally like until like basically like the $30 million people, like they'll come out, they'll join our revolution. Like in China, for example, Mao went and like asked like, like the really rich heads, they did not want, like they did, they did not want to do it. Like the Bezos level people. But the Bezos level people are different than the Andrew Yang people, right? Uh, just as the Andrew Yang is is wealthy, but he's not insanely wealthy. He's like yeah, two million dollars. But yeah, we can get everyone up to the Andrew Yang people. Yeah, the grassroots, the grassroots. Yeah, we not get the Bezos. I, I, have, I have no concerns of my being. You know, I, I I'm not going to neglect Jeff Bezos if I happen to see him. I'm pretty sure I'm not going to see him. He can do whatever he wants, so he's not going to join us. He loves his privilege right of course of course he's a yeah he's not he's basically not even a human anymore exactly 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 he's not a human anymore so do not talk to people who are ghouls well it's it's not like we're ever going to have that opportunity so i'll I'll keep that in mind remember they like we can't have like a more equal society with them there like they'll never and they will never consent to giving you more equal society so um we just have to force our way in wow this is real this is really interesting i i i I have, I have always struggled with social. Mm-hmm. I've always struggled with social and, and it comes from just to get a little personal, it comes from many years of very severe bullying. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, either way that I chose to deal with it was to go into a shell mm-hmm. and it worked in some ways, but it really hurt in other ways. Mm-hmm. And now you're making me less afraid of, you know, of, of reaching out because now I know what to say. I know what to say that's not going to result in something that I'm un- going to be uncomfortable with. Exactly. And yeah. by the way, when you canvas, the bigger the group you have, like the better it is, like the easier it gets. So if you can canvas like 100 people, like you guys all can have like a big barbecue in the neighborhood and like just have fun and just enjoy yourselves and like connect. Hmm. Interesting. Like actually created an event for it. Yeah. But like the bigger the group you can with it, the better it is. Wow. Gosh, I don't even know what to do with it, but I, but I really like it. I really like this concept. It's like, uh, it's, it's just so new. I just have to like sit on it for a little bit. It's actually very old. I've basically been reading Lenin's collective works. Like he's very detailed about his notes and um, and like he's one of like the three people who has been able to successfully form a revolution um, in the world. And so um, I've been just studying it for the past like five or six years. And it just hit me after I like read, like he like goes through every detail, like every issue with everyone. Like he, he's just, he, he has 4,000 pieces, like um, 4,500. And it just, um, and the funny thing is that Marxism, because we don't copyright, like everything um, Marxist is online on PDF format. Like it's easy to get. Um, and any of you can download this. And so I just kind of had to like, but I, I couldn't read in the normal, like dumb way of reading, if you make sense. I had to read it like as if this was a strategy manual and take notes and kind of just retrace his steps and see what happened. And that's kind of how I learned about this. Very interesting. I mean, it's 
I feel like my eyes have been, I'm not saying this conversation, just like since Bernie Sanders and M Bernie Sanders and MMT and climate change, like mm -hmm. under the depth of how dire climate change is. Exactly. Those are the three milestones that, that are like the growing up milestones for me. And, and I, so I feel like my eyes have been opened and yet you're revealing, you're revealing a part that. I really haven't considered before that you're repairing the fabric of society at the molecular level. That's what exactly, exactly. You, you explain it so beautifully. Like you're like, we have like a, like ugly rag and we're turning it into a beautiful quilt. I guess mm -hmm. I, I used the fabric a little too literally, but no, no, I, no, no, no. It's, that's perfect. It's perfect. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, the thing is that the capitalism is training you to think in how to be obedient, right? So you're looking at the limits of your rules and you have to be perfectly obedient of these rules or else you're going to go to jail. So this system has like for 40 years just trained you to not explore too much of the nature of the society because you don't want to accidentally break a rule because that's really bad for you because you'll get fired. Like all this bad thing is going to happen to you. So you're scared. And so that's why it just kind of limits your, because in a capitalist system, you're just like basically kind of stuck and you, you like you, you're stuck in a box and you're trying to like find a way to follow all the rules and you can't, you don't feel comfortable exploring through the world because it's a punitive system, right? So it's it a closes system? punishing system. So it punishing. closes your mind. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's why it's hard to see. Like the like, it's hard to like see what's possible because capitalism's main purpose is to make sure you don't see what's possible. Mm -hmm. But you have to understand that obeying the rules will not get you justice. Obeying the rules will not give you um, Bernie Sanders as president. Like he doesn't even say it's going to be an election. We don't know. They might just decide we're not going to have elections anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I, I really don't see how he wins. I mean, he's, he will. Uh, he will. Storm, but still, Versailles. Just, we have to storm the Versailles castle in Bastille. Yeah, and the MMT oh, you, you, that the MMT economists stormed the ivory tower of economists as well. Exactly like that. Um, way. So, so all right. Last question regarding this. Yeah. This has been fascinating. Um, all right, my last question: Can you just talk to Bernie canvassers of? I mean, you've basically told them what to do, which is just connect mm -hmm. just connect that's what they do but uh, me and i think quite a few others are not not understanding that that should be the goal because i think i thought before speaking with you and they thought many of them think i'm sure that the goal is to get bernie sanders a democratic nomination and it, seem, get it. it seems to be that he's not going to get it because they're just simply not going to give it to him and this is their, and all of these shenanigans are just their way of easing the parting blow. Exactly. So please talk to Bernie canvassers as far as I, I presume, as far as what they should do has been done. But it almost seems like a, a, almost a waste of time to talk about how Bernie Sanders, I mean, certainly the how you're going to pay for a question is just completely stupid. But how much of a waste of time is it of what Bernie is telling them, the campaign is telling them to talk about as far as specific policy? Like what, would, what should, what should, but my, my ultimate question is, is what should people expect? 
because they're 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 it's disappointment that Bernie is losing lost or you know it's the, not disappointing because you the only reason Bernie is losing is because you are giving the DNC credibility like they pretend just stop believing that they have the right to decide who wins the primary and you're going to find a way to make it that you're the decision maker on how who's going to win the primary no matter what it takes we're just not going to let them win we are going to be together and we're not going to believe any narratives they put in. We're going to be t talking to each other and we are going to, uh, on the day of the convention, we will be victorious and we'll figure it out together. When we're together, we can do whatever we want, anything, like there's no limits, but we have to be together forever. So the second word, this is going to a second round and we're going to stand up to the superdelegates is what you're saying. No, we are going to make Bernie president no matter what it takes. And we're not going to let DNC's rigged, like nothing. We're going we're gonna to make Bernie president and that's it. How does that not get to the second round given this? Well, it's we don't care about their stupid procedure. We just want to get in power and get rid of their stupid procedures. So we just, simply, we just simply demand them. that you will make him the nominee, period. We, no, no, we are not demanding them. We have to grow like. They don't have it. Okay, they are like an emperor without clothes. I'm so, I'm so, I'm Stop so naive. Believing. <laughs> Stop believing them. No, okay, what power does Nancy Pelosi have? Answer the question. Absolutely nothing, because she can't even like stand up against like a right wing. Like she's like agrees with Trump on everything, and she thought like ripping a piece of paper. That's a spectacle. There's no power there. She cannot even control, um, like your dog. Like I, I think I think I I mean I'm feeling naive when but I th I have a feeling that a lot of people have the same state of mind as I do. A lot of Bernie supporters do. So uh, I I this is I'm 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 glad to hear what you're saying here. So we're just simply demanding that Bernie become. No, we're not demanding. We are going to grab the power. There is no questions asked. We are grabbing power no matter what it takes. However ugly it gets, we're going to win. Together. Okay. All right. And. We are not taking no for an answer. We are going to figure out, there's going to be a lot of obstructions on how to get power. But when we're together, like we can talk about it. We can figure it out. And we will just make it happen. And you see this happening by, in, by starting, that, that the ball is rolling and that sufficiently enough that this is going to be happening by July. That this no, is just it's going to be happening before then, much before then. It's going to be happening in the next few weeks. There are because they're going to be screwing Bernie in Nevada and no, 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 no. They, we don't know. They cannot screw Bernie because they have no power to screw Bernie. Why are you taking their procedure seriously? No, but but no, no, no. I but, stop, but, stop but, believing it. Like you just have to cannot. You cannot like you have to stop giving them power. Like they don't have it. You can just like storm the caucus site and like start screaming and say, "I win! I win! I win!" And we're going to decide on like who like, like why is the why why have they rigged it so that the most right-wing candidate wins instead of like judging the caucus winner by like how many bernie memes they tweet out i just I, but what i'm struggling what i'm struggling with is don't, i'm not obey them. i'm not what's that don't obey them you don't have to what i'm struggling with is not me personally but this idea which i think is wonderful i mean, well, not not wonderful it's necessary yeah. this idea I don't. I have not heard this before. So how in the world Lennon. are all of these people? No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, Isha. How are how is this going to spread to other Bernie supporters on their 
progressives so you. that this ball starts roll. Okay. It's just those conversations. Okay. Yeah. You and me start. And then tomorrow, like today, like I've like tweeted out, like I've showed them like Stacey Abrahams is an idiot. Like I've actually writing articles, like debunking everything. Like, like, like if you love writing articles, just like write a lot of articles where you fact check everything that's wrong with Washington Post. Like if you want something that's full of lies, like just Google Venezuela and everything they say about Venezuela is going to be a lie. Um, and just like go, just like just get rid of their credibility on anything, so that people don't trust them anymore. Okay. All right. So, so last question, which is just small, is I assume that the internet should only be and social media should only be used as a tool to actually get out there in the real world. Like we need to, it we need to spend. Well, but but I just mean from the fact of spending so much time on social media is stopping us from connecting with neighbors. Not not everyone. I mean. It depends. Like each of us have a role. So maybe for two of us, like we need to be on social media 24 hours. And maybe like for everyone else, we need to be connecting with our neighbors. Like, so just remember that you have a role in this revolution and it's just for you and we need you. You cannot be replaced. Ironically, because we're together, we need you more. Like you're not a robot. Like you are a human now and we need you and you are irreplaceable. So we'll figure out what our role is together. Wow. Okay. All right. Wow. Okay. This is like, my head is swimming now. I, I have to You think. just have to stop believing their rules. Their rules are rigged to not like, screw you over. They don't have power. We're going to get, po- like, we're going to get power and we're going to do it together. And, but the Bye. only way it can happen is if we start re- repairing that fabric by- We have to be together. Ta- and it's just talking. It's just have getting to know your neighbors. Yeah. Like Che Guevara says, the ultimate act of revolution is the first act of love. So you just have to connect, connect, connect. Wow. Oh, okay. But uh, we cannot ever expect the Caucasus to like ever go our way. Like, uh, yeah, just like, um, like basically you have to kind of, we have to kind of follow the procedures until we can get enough people to believe us to stop following the procedures. If that makes sense. So, yeah, uh, it, it was a it was a big heartache for many people, including myself, when Bernie lost. But it really was, he said from the very beginning, it's not me. This this was just the beginning. This is not about me. In fact, it's not even really about winning. And it was sort of preparing for currently. And even currently, this is not about winning the nomination because the nomination is a sham. Or at least the process is a sham. This is bigger. This is, this is a desperate attempt to create a peaceful as possible revolution because we really are facing the end of society if we don't, if this doesn't happen. Exactly. But we should not even limit ourselves. We need to create a just revolution. So peace is not, well, the elite enact so much violence. We bomb everywhere. Like, so what we're going to, we do not care about their comfort. We're not going to be obedient servants anymore. We will enact a just revolution and we'll be like when you try to act enact justice like yeah so that's what we're trying to do so there, there ha- there's going to have to be violence not, not not choosing to be violent but but there will be violent that you're gonna have to protect yourself against exactly um wow. you have to learn yeah okay. but we don't know i mean there may not be like we each revolution is going to be different but but, but I mean, just, just with what's happened with Iowa, clearly that this is the very first step and it turned this insane at the very first step shows, number one, that they really do fear what Bernie brings, which is us. 
And number two, I mean, that's, that's the same thing I was about to say. He can win. He can, they know he can win. No, no, but we don't, we're not going to apply their definition of winning. Correct. When he could actually, so he could. We're going to have to keep our definition. Like we're not going to give them, like they don't have the power. Like we are not. He is a revolutionary figure and they're fearing him because he's influencing a lot of people. Exactly. Like, um, so, but remember we, we, we cannot follow their obedient definition of anything. It's, you know, it's crazy because Bernie can't speak about any of this. And I'm learning it from you after discovering him four years ago. I mean, I can understand now looking back, like, you know, Sixth Sense, looking back at everything, that everything's changed, that he has been saying it in as much of a way as possible. But it's like, this is totally new to me. It's totally new to me. And I'm imagining it's new to millions of others. Um I lost what I was, I lost what I was saying, but. Oh, you, basically. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've, I evolved like, it, like we've had like lots of like Marxist study groups to come to like, like there's a group of us like that are, how do you have uh, like that? Know what to do, I guess we've been connecting. So it's not just like, we've been lots of connections for the past like four or five years. So we are like much like, we used to think that like, like in 2015, we thought like the DNC, like the procedure will give it to us. But now we understand it's not possible that way because they rigged the system to make it not possible, but we're not going to follow their rules anymore. We're going to tear it down. Okay. All right. And Bernie Any- can't say this, of course, but you can. And hopefully, um, yeah. Bernie can't say it. Is that what you said? Bernie's probably, yeah, it's going to, you know, they're going to probably, how about this? We're trying to find a way to hack the system so that we win all the time. Because right now, like the corporations win in 100% of the time and we're hacking the system, right? Mm-hmm. And that's all we're, but we're going to do it together. We, but we, we just need to do it together. And it'll be oh. thousands of different actions. Like maybe there'll be strikes. Maybe there'll be, I don't know, what else? Um, blockages or uh, power out. Like whatever we need, we'll make it happen together. And that's all we need to believe in. Wow. Okay. All right. Anything else regarding Bernie before we switch subjects? It, oh, this is not about Bernie. It's about no, it's you. not about Bernie. It's not about Bernie. Anything else regarding this topic? Do not give them authority. Do not believe their procedures. Do not just just because they set up a procedure, it's not, it's not going to give you justice. So learn the difference between justice and their stupid rules, and learn to ignore all their stupid rules. Um, uh, let me ask you, if I may, ask you uh, a follow up question. Uh, from yesterday, and then uh, then let's get into MMT if I can, if we can. Of course. To the people that you know, the 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 concepts that you were telling me yesterday are are um, to you know just get to know your neighbors, and you know that's how that's how we start um, repairing the fabric of our society, and that's how you know that's how it begins. That's how you know that's the beginning. My my question is: those people, like in the chat rooms that we're in together of people working their butts off for Bernie's campaign. What do you say to what, what, I mean, the, the campaign needs people to work towards this in a way, but in a way the whole process is a sham. So like what, what is the purpose of those people doing that when the real goal here, as you told me last time yesterday, is you know just to start creating a community 
Um, well, the process is a sham, but the Democratic Party lost a rigged election today. They, with Iowa, like they rigged it in every possible way, and they still lost the election that they rigged to win. So, I mean, it's just basically to we have people and. Uh, it's, it, it, it'll make it easier to fight if Bernie has the votes. To, yeah. like, because Bernie said, I have 6,000 more votes. The, a New York Times reporter today, or sorry, I don't know if it's New York Times. I'm sorry, I just made it up. <laughs> I assumed it was New York Times because it was a dumb question, but I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. A reporter today asked, Buttigieg, Pete Buttigieg declared victory. Why should we believe your victory speech over his? And Bernie's answer was, I have 6,000 more votes. And that ended the discussion, made the press look like idiots. So imagine if he, like, if Pete Buttigieg is not even viable in New Hampshire. We, uh, like last time Bernie won 85%. Let's make it so that he wins 86% and Pete Buttigieg will not be viable. And then um, literally, like, they cannot control, like, 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 that takes away power from the Democratic Party to control the media narrative because like there is a point where each institution like jumps ship from the uh, jump uh, where the rats start jumping from the Titanic, and the Democratic Party is a Titanic straight headed straight to the iceberg, and um, with their so basically the, you're not allowing them to have a propaganda points. So that's why Bernie needs to win really big by a lot in New Hampshire and come in. If you're in New Hampshire, please come and vote for him because we need you. We cannot do it without you. And yeah, please do. Right, right. Uh, so, so yesterday you were saying, you know, uh, just get to know your neighbors. Mm -hmm. And that really struck me. Mm -hmm. um, I have been a homebody for quite a long time. And um, I mentioned yesterday I'm in a precarious job. Uh, and I, I generally have kept to myself. And today I started just thinking about more of just talking with people and it, it felt good. I just like sort of had a taste of that, of just talking with people and it just, and it just felt good. That's all I'm just sharing. I'm just sharing that with you. It's like, it felt, it felt, it felt, uh, like I had more space. I had, I, I didn't feel as trapped. I felt, you know, it, it, it was a good thing. It was a good thing. So I, I just feel like that that's the beginning of a really interesting change. Uh, yeah. Like we used to have lots of communities and sadly, like we got more and more capitalized and then we kept on losing our communities. So we used to have large communities and humans, we need that. So we need to just build them back up. Right. Okay. Uh, if there's anything else regarding Bernie or yesterday's topic, uh, say it. Otherwise, let's go on to MMT. Let's go on to MMT. Okay. What was your thinking like before MMT? Okay. So basically, I would l look at the U.S. budget and I would see that the military, like, was like, there's like spending a lot of shit on the military, which is not really good for anything. And so then like when I'd watch TV and they'd call for like spending cuts, I'm like, any, I don't care like w w whether or not the, it's respons fiscally responsible or it's irresponsible, any dollar not spent on the military is a good thing. So that's where I would like, that's kind of how my proto MMT was. 
But then I basically came to MMT because my dad's a professor of oh. finance. And I just asked him, like, oh, like, what are the, what's, where, where does the tax money go? And he's like, oh, taxes are actually used to, like, control inflation is what he said. And basically, I, and then I Googled that. And then soon I came to the MMT website. And yeah. Wow. Uh, so around what years are you talking about? 2006. I don't know. Long time ago. Wow. So your father understands MMT, like actually understands at least part of MMT. He's a professor of finance, so I guess he does. <laughs> Why? But what he what he just told you was accurate. No, he, he absolutely does. I'm I'm, I'm joking. He's a, he has a PhD in finance, so he absolutely understands MMT. That's great. Um, okay, and then and then how did you how did life change for you after you discovered it? Like not much because I was already very pro spending, um, and I. Uh, but it gave me another rhetorical tool to help people understand that, um, what do you call it? Friedman, Milton Friedman type of economics is total nonsense. Mm -hmm. I, I just, uh, I, and then I started like realizing that we need to educate people more about how actually money works. And so that's kind of how I, and then I met you at the MMT conference because I submitted a paper and then we kept on, I kept on getting more and more involved. So you got more involved starting at the, around the 2018 conference? Yes, because I learned that we need to like, it's a good tool to teach people how the, I mean, MMT is basically macroeconomics, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, we just need to explain to people what, how the economics works and how the government is not like a household and what currency sovereignty is. And so it helps a lot. What was your paper about? Um, like I, I believe, okay, the first paper was about progressive revenue racing in municipalities. And we talked about how you can like make up these coupons like municipalities and then like raise a lot of money when you don't have cash flow. Um, it's kind of like using the MMT concept of a sovereign, like using your own money, but okay. like there was Detroit bucks. Um, so I do that. I, 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 that was the first paper about. Um, yeah. Um, so after, I, I remember you at the conference, but I didn't know you at the time. Mm -hmm. I, my memory of you at the conference is that I, I don't remember the context. I, I, I just we have met. a vague. I, no, we didn't meet. We didn't no, meet we the met. conference. Well, no, I don't we recall. I don't recall meeting at the conference. My memory is that I saw you walk up to the microphone and say something to the effect of, don't forget that we bomb all these other countries. That's my memory. Of oh, you. I, okay. I did not meet you at the time, but then you saw my presentation at that first conference. And then you tweeted a quote from my presentation. And I don't think you remembered where it was, or at least you didn't say in the tweet, you know, what it was. And I freaked out that someone quoted my presentation and so i contacted you and that's how we met yep that's oh, you're right actually now i remember <laughs> you're absolutely right um so yeah I, I i wanted to talk about um yeah um you're absolutely right um because you explained it really well like i forgot what i quoted out but it was it was very easy for people to understand like you knew how to package concept you know how to package very like wonky concepts into easy to digest bits for people. And that's what I liked about it, your presentation. 
Well, thank you. I remember the quote. The quote was something, it was, um, we pay for it by kicking you out of office and replacing you with someone who will never ask that question again. That is beautiful. Yes, I love that quote. I should tweet <laughs> it out again. <laughs> Thanks. Um, uh, okay, so uh, you were you went to Russia, what was it, like six months ago now? In May, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so um, basically, at, I believe at the MMT conference, um, uh, uh, I met somebody who it works at the University of Moscow, and basically he invited me. Um, I gave a presentation on regulatory capture. Okay. It was, um, yeah. Um, and so what I learned is that in Russia, they don't teach uh, like economics alone. They teach it together as political economy because you need to understand that economics is not like some like the law of nature, but rather like a system created by people that can be perfect, that can be good or bad, and that, but it can also be fixed or changed. And you, so, yeah, you, so I learned about learning, looking at things as a political economy instead of just economics. Okay. And so can you elaborate a little bit on uh, your, your, your talk of uh, regular, regular capture? Regulatory yeah. capture. Yes, a little. Uh, yes. Um, so basically, um, it, it's like when the, what do you call it? When the fox is in charge of the hen house is what I say is regulatory capture. So in America, we've been having people who like for the, F, like the FDA is supposed to regulate pharmaceuticals. But if you have like people with monetary conflicts of interest, like people who belong to pharmaceutical companies play, putting their heads into the FDA, what they're going to do is they're, it's basically like a, they're not going to regulate themselves, right? So basically, it's like the robber replacing the cop with um, a member of his mafia. And that's what, what's been going on. And I was explaining how bad it's gotten in America. Um, basically, like every, every single, like every single Obama appointee went back to like some other corporation. But for every federal department, like they just won't re regulate. I mean, that you see the Democrats do not use their power at all. They always try to convince you that uh, they don't have the power to do something that challenges power in any real way. But they feel very guilty about it. No, they don't. <laughs> they pretend that they feel very guilty about it. Yes. Yeah. But they can if they wanted to challenge anything. Because remember, the president of the United States can do just about anything he wants because we kind of gave away our checks and balances. So when the president says he doesn't have power to do something, that's a big lie. Right. Uh, uh, you said MMT economics. Um, Is economics, yeah. MMT, like macro, uh, uh, neoclassical economics, um, mm -hmm. orthodox economics, which is wrong it, and have has always been wrong. Okay, go ahead. Is just the study of like money. No, or maybe I, that's not the right way of saying it, but I'm just saying it, it, I, that's less of what I mean. And I mean more of to the exclusion of politics and science and, and every other discipline. Like it ignores that where MMT is intended to be. And even in, even whistleblowing, like uh, Bill Black gave a great talk of how uh, MMTers uh, generally integrate the findings of whistleblowing because a lot of media is not very reliable, um, which was a really interesting talk at the at the this year's con 2019 conference. Um, 
because not because economics or whatever it is doesn't exist in a vacuum. That is right. It is created by people and people in power. Um, this, it was literally, it is literally the Powell memo. Just Google it. They've like basically hijacked all economics education just so that you, it'll like, they'll, they'll, they continue to do, um, what do you call it? Uh, uh, libertarian capitalism. The Powell memo is extraordinary. I read it because, I mean, I, I've heard of it, but I read it when you uh, somehow brought it up to me and I read through it. It's like 35 pages long and, and oh my gosh, it's it's the blueprint for neoliberalism. I call it corporate jihad. <laughs> okay. that Yeah. And that actually connected with the book Racial Taxation. I um, agree. I loved her book, Camille Welsh's. Oh, uh, please listen to my uh, my interview with her. It was just released. It's amazing, <laughs> amazing. Um, uh, but Powell is a big part of that book. In fact, the part of that book that actually blew me away, like all, most of it, almost all of it was, you know, very, not necessarily expected, but not shocking, just horrible, horrible. But then the section with the Powell memo, not the Powell memo, with Powell and the, I think the Rodriguez case, where, which shut the door of, you know, education is a fundamental right as determined by the 14th Amendment of Equal Protection. And it also stopped the possibility of something like a, a poverty being a, 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 a suspect class that, that you as someone who is in poverty can be discriminated against. The Supreme Court said no. And Powell is the one who wrote that decision. So Powell was made into, in, in the Supreme Court, he was made into a Supreme Court justice but only after he was already uh, put on the Supreme Court. They knew he was a tobacco lawyer. And they discussed, well, they, th at least the narrative, the, the public, the public narrative was that they didn't discover the Powell memo until after, long after he had become. That's a lie. Uh, well, that's, that's what, that's what the understanding, the public understanding is. Um, so you read Racial Taxation? Yeah, I love it. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Um... You can find Rec Tech on SoundCloud and Spotify at W-R-E-C-K underscore T-E-C-H. Thank you for listening to the show. See you next time on Historically.